Welcome to the Change Your Latitude podcast. I'm your host, Pascal, a coach for conscious, creative, and unconventional entrepreneurs. In this space, we'll explore solutions to move through the blocks that can often keep us away from living our most creative life. You'll also hear stories from inspiring people just like you and how they were able to redesign their life and their business mindfully. I've created this podcast because we need more conscious leaders like you. Together, we'll help you unlearn old programming, ground into your truth, and take action confidently on what truly makes a difference. I'm really grateful that you're here. Let's dive right into this episode. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I'm recording a super, super short episode just to answer a question that I received from a client of mine and a friend around slowing down. They were asking me for advice about how to actually slow down and some boundaries that we can set to stay true to what we want. So a more mindful and more slow way of running a business. And I thought that was a great question. So I wanted to share my thoughts with you today. In the last also short episode, we chatted about five themes to consider so that you can grow a business that's mindful, a business that respects who you are. And it was based on a recent free workshop that I've added to the library. So if you didn't watch it yet, I would encourage you to do so. I think it's going to be very helpful for you if you're a listener of this podcast, if you resonate with my approach. And I would also love to hear your feedback so that I can continue creating resources like that that are helpful for you. And before we get into this episode, a quick reminder that I'm hosting a free creative gathering on the last Friday of May. It's following a full moon in Sagittarius, so we can expect a lot of expansion, and I think that's very exciting. So if you didn't attend that event before, it's a very cozy creative co-working session. So we start with a meditation, then we work separately on our projects, can be a creative project or not. I just encourage you to do something just for you, maybe something that scares you a little bit. So we take breaks to chat, we help each other, we share music and artists to inspire each other. It's a lot of fun. People that join are honestly wonderful. You don't have to talk, you don't have to show your face if you don't want to. There's a chat box to interact as well. So I'd love to have you join. You can find the link in the show notes. So now let's answer the question, how do you slow down and what kind of boundaries can you put in place to keep yourself accountable? So we'll dive right into it. And I think the real question when you say, how do you slow down is more, how do you slow down and still grow a business? And the very quick answer is focus and intention, investing your energy and your time on the right things. And I say that often When you know what you need to do, what you need to focus on at each step, it doesn't actually take that much time. We're just conditioned to believe that we need to work all the time to grow a business. And so we end up creating more work than needed unconsciously. So if you want to approach business more slowly, you need to find focus. But you cannot find focus when you're going too fast. So the first thing for me is really interrupting that hustle mode So you need to find a way to interrupt that pattern because right now you're most likely working on autopilot. So following a pace that just doesn't work for you. 
And that's not because you're slow. That's not because you're lazy. That's what these stories will convince you of. It's most likely because enjoying and being is just a little higher on your values list than achieving and doing. Or maybe you just value being fully present in what you're doing. Or you might just be human. Because honestly, if you were to listen to all of those stories, you would follow a pace that's just, it's not human. And then when you'd reach the pace, they would convince you that you're still going too slow or you're not achieving enough. So seriously, it's just a never-ending game here and it's exhausting. So slowing down, it just, it just means going at a human pace, if you want my true opinion. So if we go back to what I was saying, cutting that pattern, sometimes it's a very drastic pause that you need to take so that you can slow down. Sometimes it's a smaller one, but I really suggest scheduling some kind of detox. So maybe it's a weekend that you take away from technology to maybe spend time in nature or do something you enjoy and reconnect with you and your pace. Maybe it's a month away from that one platform that causes you to go faster or compare yourself. So it depends. But if you want an image... Just to help you understand why this break is important, it's as if you were maybe running around in circles very fast. And I don't know why you're doing that, but anyways, you're running fast in circles. And then at some point, you just drop on the floor. So you'd feel very dizzy for a moment, but it would be way easier for you to realize that you were running too fast and way easier to readjust and find your own pace than trying to slow down as you're still running fast in circles, if that makes sense. So basically this break is here just to, like I said, interrupt that pattern and help you see more clearly that you're going too fast, what is your natural pace, and maybe trying to find new solutions to make it work for you. And you can also interrupt some of those patterns on a daily basis. So maybe you want to add like a five-minute meditation right before a task, right before each task maybe. Maybe you want to schedule some journaling, 10 minutes of journaling between two tasks or maybe a yoga break. So just something to help you be a bit more mindful as to what you're doing and readjust to your own pace if ever for some reason unconsciously you're going way too fast. Then what I would suggest you to do is to take an honest look at how you're spending your time how you're running your business, and then put a plan in place to progressively slow down. So looking at what you can change next week, what you can change this month to slowly remove your foot off the gas pedal. So you're not putting the brakes, you're just progressively slowing down, becoming more mindful about what you're doing so that you can spend your time on the right things to create the results that you want. And that may mean that you need to take on less projects, less clients for a while. It may mean that you need to learn to do one thing at a time and not multitask uh, and really be focused on what you're doing so that it takes less time to do. And when I say taking less clients, less projects, I know that sounds scary because of course it might mean less money coming in, might also not eventually 
it might be the case for a little while so that you have time to adjust and learn to focus on the right things and just make sure that what you're doing takes less time because you're 100% focused on what you're doing. But eventually, maybe you're going to be able to take on the same amount of projects, the same amount of clients, but now that you're able to do things in less time and be very focused on what you're doing instead of believing that you need to be busy all the time and filling up your calendar with useless tasks and things, that might actually not mean that you are bringing in less income. Or you may also choose to revisit your pricing. There's always solutions around it. So you might need to go through a period of adjustment, but it's also necessary. On that note, from my perspective, I believe that in business, there are seasons where you may need to take a pay cut so that you can focus on the back end of your business, do some groundwork so that you can prepare the next phase of growth, or some seasons where you just need to rest. But there are also seasons where you might make twice the amount of income. And the thing is that you cannot look at it the same way. You cannot look at your income the same way you did in corporate. Some months the income is going to be lower, but other months is going to be higher. So I would encourage you to not take a look at it from month to month, even though that's what you hear out there with those 5K, 10K, 20K, whatever K months. I'm not a fan of this approach. I would really invite you to take a look at it from quarter to quarter, season to season, or for the whole year. Otherwise, you're forcing yourself to keep the same pace all year long, and then you're adding more things on your plate for certain periods where you may be launching something new, and that's not sustainable. Maybe eventually it's going to be possible to have that same level of efforts and energy and time put into your business if you have a team, for example, but most likely that's not the case for now. So I would encourage you to just be curious about how you go through a season, how you go through a month, where your energy is at, and as much as possible, just try to work on creative tasks in your peaks of creativity and then get things done and be in action mode when you're feeling very productive. Because the more you do that, the more you're going to be able to earn the same amount of money at the end of the year or more, but also feel energized and not drained. And actually, I think I'm going to record another episode about this if it feels helpful, so let me know. But moving on to the second part of that question, and it was about the boundaries that we can set. And boundaries for me are simply there to respect yourself and to commit to what you want. So it's helping you stay focused on your goals. It's helping you stay away from distraction. So let's start there. Being clear on what might be distracting you. Distractions can be things that are sidetracking you from your goals, but it can also be stories that are distracting you from your story. So I would invite you to maybe pay attention to what triggers a feeling of not enough, of not fast enough, of being wrong. Anything that's trying to convince you that there's something wrong with you. And that might mean that you need to unfollow certain accounts or mute certain accounts on Instagram or any social media platforms that just make you feel bad about yourself. Or maybe it's podcasts that you're listening to that 
They seem helpful when you look at the title, but when you're done listening to the episode, you just doubt yourself. You feel like you're not going fast enough, that you're failing in some way, that something is wrong about you or that you're missing something. And often it's pretty subtle. So pay attention to that. Be mindful whenever you consume content on whatever platform. Take a second to just ask yourself how it makes you feel. Is it inspiring? Is it triggering? You can ask yourself that question before you take a look at it, before you listen to that podcast or follow that account. You can also ask yourself that question as you are consuming the content and then after, and then seeing if you want to keep this content creator around you. Distractions can also be notifications on your phone, so mute them. Stay away from what reminds you that you should be on all the time. Do more. Go faster. If you need a reminder to check your emails or check your messages from clients, otherwise maybe you're going to forget, set a reminder. Just don't keep all of your notifications on. Set a reminder at 10 a.m. that says check emails instead of seeing every email pop up on your phone. Because even if you don't look at the email, it's still very distracting. It takes a lot of time to get into a flow state when you work. So if every five minutes there's something that pulls you away from that state, you're never really in that state. So keep your phone in another room, remove the Wi-Fi or the internet on your phone. Just try it. Try it today. See what happens. Focus is just essential if you want to create results without the hustle all the time. And being as much as you can in that flow state is just key. Other boundaries. So maybe you can take a look at your boundaries with clients to just change your policy so that they don't expect you to answer right away. So just letting them know, I answer your messages within 48 hours, for example. And I know it's scary to do at first, but it's necessary. And people are much more understanding than you would think. And often, actually, it's super inspiring for them because it gives them permission to also do the same and also go slower. Otherwise, other boundaries that you can set to respect that slower pace of life and of business is choosing a number of hours that you want to work per week and per day. And when you've reached that number of hours, well, things just get pushed to tomorrow or next week. And at the beginning, I know you may feel like you're behind on your work, but eventually, when you learn to focus on the right things and you build discipline, it's not going to feel like that. It's just that if you learn to focus, but you don't create that boundary with the amount of hours, what might happen is that you just might end up working as much. Maybe you're focused, but you're still working 40, 50 hours a week and just maybe falling back into the same pattern. And on that note, for example, last fall, I decided to have a strict policy of working a maximum of 20 hours a week, which meant that I had to just achieve the most important things in that amount of time. And honestly, that was super helpful for me to hold myself accountable in terms of focus as well because I just didn't have time to waste and I really had to get honest with myself as to you know 
asking myself, am I actually doing something useful here? Am I making the best use of my energy and my time right now? Am I doing something that I know will bring me results? Am I distracting myself as well? And actually just pausing and asking yourself these questions can be very helpful. So going back to your values, if you've built your inner compass, which I've talked about uh, in the past and also in the workshop, you can ask yourself, looking at your values, um, am I being fully present right now? If presence is one of your values, am I feeling connected or am I feeling inspired by what I'm doing? Does it feel fun? Does it feel freeing right now? And if not, what can I change to get back on track? So just being mindful and asking yourself these questions as you work can be very, very helpful. But just going back to the number of hours, like I said, maybe it's going to be tricky at first, but it's going to be a very helpful boundaries to set so that you don't unconsciously in a few months from now still work uh, an extreme amount of hours per week and that you work towards your vision of working more slowly and having more space outside of work. So when you're forcing yourself to respect a certain amount of hours, you're going to see how you can actually focus even if you think you cannot. And also the thing is that we don't have to go fast and work a lot and struggle to grow a business. We do need to put in some work. But the real work here is usually unlearning that narrative, unlearning distraction and embracing who you really are. That's the real work here. So I'm going to end this short episode here. I just wanted to quickly answer those questions. I hope this was helpful. By the way, if you do have any questions for me, you can send them my way on Instagram or by email and I will be very happy to create a short episode like that to answer you. And before I let you go, uh, just quick announcements. Again, I am hosting a free creative gathering on the last Friday of May. There's a free workshop that I've mentioned that is available now in the library. And I might also create a planning workshop. So if you're struggling with focus, if you want to create a clear roadmap for the next six months, I'm going to be hosting a planning workshop in the month of July. So I haven't figured out all the details yet. So I'll let you know more when I know, but it's coming very soon. So thank you so much again for listening to this episode. I hope it was helpful and we'll speak soon. Thank you for listening to the Change Your Latitude podcast. I'm really grateful that you're here and I would love to connect with you. You can find me at changeyourlatitude.co to learn more about my coaching partnerships and also book a free discovery call. That's also where you can sign up to join Letters to a Wildflower, my bi-weekly newsletter where I share business and mindset guidance and also journal prompts to help you navigate entrepreneurship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and with a friend that might need the conversation. I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or a rating on any podcast platform. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more people that might need this message. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you soon.